1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
0: There's the chance that we see them in in piggyback style as Young drives one into deep center field. Dubon going back. He looks up. It's gone. Second home run of the evening for Josh Young. He once again brings the Rangers back off the canvas, makes it a ball game. It's 7-4. Oh, that is Hicksy with the call. Hey, did you know that was a game you can hear right here on 105 to the fan that we are the home of the no Texas Rangers? No
2: kidding. No, no, no yeah. not, not just the home of the Texas Rangers. The home of the World Series champion. Damn
0: right. Texas Rangers. Going to make it back-to-back. In surprise, starting on uh, Monday of next week. Uh, the we'll, G-Bag Nation. We'll have boots on the ground. G-Bag
2: Nation. Kansas Masterpiece. Master Master yep, starting next Monday. So we are going to have it covered for you. This is what and we Jared do. Sandler. Jared Sandler, man, yeah. this is what we do. We get boots on the ground, whether it's Super Bowl at Las Vegas, training, you know, spring training and surprise training camp in Oxnard, California, we're
0: going to be there. We're going to be present, and we're going to be bringing it to you guys. Holy smokes! I love seeing these, uh, you know, most important player in each team, spring training, because all the teams now are fully invested in spring training, right? They're all, the pitchers and catches reported last week. Now all the players are there uh, in their various camps in Arizona or Florida. So they're all fully uh they're fully engaged right now in spring training. So I love these articles that say who is the most important in each team's camp. Which is interesting because
2: I feel like this has historically been like a a cowboy or not a cowboy, just like an NFL question more. Like, yeah. oh, your your training camp coming up, who's your bubble player, who's your this and that. I feel like this has been less relevant to baseball as like a who's the singular player type of discussion heading right. into a spring trade. Right, because
0: there's never a singular player in baseball that matters. But I, I thought this article you sent over, I thought this was pretty good. Are you trying to log into ESPN? I'm logging Plus? into my ESPN now, but
2: I read it yesterday.
0: So. All right, so uh, they went through every team. And some teams, a lot of them had, um, you know, guys that have never played before. Mm-hmm. Um, so And some of them had guys that were uh, recent signings or guys that were coming off bad years like Alex Manoa, Alex Manoa, Carlos Rodon coming off off a a subpar year uh, when they were expecting bigger things from them. So you get to the Texas Rangers World Series champion, Texas Rangers, and their player is Wyatt Lankford. Hmm. The number four prospect in our top 100. He could hit his way to an outfield slash DH rotation alongside Adolis, Leote and Evan Carter. With a hot spring, despite just 44 games of the minors, he demolished minor league pitching. Making the opening day roster would be an aggressive promotion. He played just 17 games above high A. That's amazing. When you're being compared to Austin Riley and Pete Alonso as a hitter, that doesn't sound like a stretch. Okay, okay, okay. man, this is and and it's wild.
2: Like I mean, I remembered thinking back and going like, yeah, he was just raking. Really quick. He was in, you know, rookie ball, and then it was A, and then it was double A. And I was like, but I I couldn't remember the exact specifics of what the numbers looked like. It is incredible what he did. Rookie ball, his OPS was twelve seventy-five. A ball, is one that good. It is A ball, one thousand ninety-seven. Double mm-hmm. A, twelve eighty, oh, triple A, ten sixty-five. Cumulatively between those three levels, Chop, he hits three sixty with a .480 on-base percentage, 677 slugging, 36 walks to 34 strikeouts, had 10 home runs, 17 doubles, 2 triples, and stole 12 bases. Like, this guy has the potential to be an absolute machine on offense. The the, the comparison we heard from a lot of people who just said, hey, like, look, we know it's a rarefied air to throw this name out here, but the, the guy that it's it's worth mentioning he might be pretty similar to was Mike Trout. And boy, if you can get, what, 80% of Mike Trout, aren't you pretty thrilled with that pick, Chop? Uh, Yeah, 80% of Mike Trout. 80% of Mike Trout's a Hall of Famer. And so, I mean, like, this is one of these situations where 80% of Mike Trout is current Mike Trout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. This is, Leo. The, uh, here's the thing. I think fans are going to have, or, or fans have had, relatively speaking, a decent amount of patience with Laoti Tavares and his growth. I think, I mean, there've been times where people have been frustrated, but I think overall people have been pretty patient with his development and and some of the, you know, ups and downs that he's had. I, I think people have been interested in seeing, you know, what it's going to look like when Foscue comes up eventually, like because he was a, a, you know, a top pick and he's been a top, pick. but man, I don't think there's going to be a lot of patience for Foscue or Tavares if they're potentially standing in the way of Wyatt Langford getting at bats because he has just created such a buzz about him that I I don't, I can't even remember the last time this much buzz existed about a Rangers prospect. Who would it have been? Like, I mean, jerks and Profar was the number one prospect in baseball, but it wasn't even this level of buzz. I don't feel like like Feliz, maybe you might even have to, no joke. You might have to go back to Ruben Mateo. For one that people would get this excited about, and that was twenty five years ago. God, they get him in the was Ruben Mateo. Ruben Mateo, they signed him out of the Dominican Republic.
0: Okay, I was thinking of I think of somebody
2: else. He was he was he had. A, I was
0: thinking of the guy they got. They they took over. Uh,
2: that was a the guy they refused to give up in like a trade for
0: Randy Johnson and Roger Clemens. Okay, and, and I he, was thinking of who they got in the, um, in the call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: A Rod trade where they chose this guy over Robinson Cano. Oh, wa- uh, they got Joaquin Arias. Joaquin Arias. Okay. Yeah. 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 But, um, but this yeah. is the amazing thing about Wyatt Langford. So, on baseball reference, They do the age differential. Have you seen this? Mm Mm-mm. All right. So, it basically shows your age versus the the weighted age of players in that league. Okay. All right? So, Wyatt Langford, when he got to rookie ball, all right, he was older than the average player in that league. Yeah, because he was, I mean, he played at Florida for a few years. Yeah. He's 22. Right. So his weighted age difference was minus five, which doesn't make any sense because at 21, he's not playing against 16-year-olds. 16-year-olds in the league. so I don't know how they do this. Yeah. But in the same, it's basically from June to August. He went from minus five and a half on the age-weighted scale to plus one, <laughs> which means by the end of his minor league tenure, He was younger than the average triple air. Insanity. And and he was, like, according to this, they said five. Again, I have no idea how they calculate this, but his number was minus five for the average rookie league player, which means he was, like, so much older than these guys. Well, now he's younger, and now he's, like, ahead of the curve. He was behind the curve at Florida. I mean, he didn't get to Florida until he was 19. Right. He He was was old. He was older. Yeah, right. Which is kind of like the – that's the – you want the cheat code? uh, Parents out there of young kids – Hold your kid back in school. Make him be an 18, 19-year-old senior. Stop that. No one would do that. No, they wouldn't. No somebody would No, nobody would do that in in high school football in Texas. That was a former cowboy. Nobody. (laughs) Nobody would do
2: that. When you look at over the last 30 games that Wyatt Langford played, we already just read off how how insane the numbers were, like, at each level and everything like that. But if you just collectively take it over the last 30 games, Chop – we're talking about he hit seven home runs. His batting average was 394. This guy was hitting almost 400 wow. Wow. against, and he was doing the majority of that at double and triple A. He was doing this against some future major leaguers, or in some cases, like guys who maybe have been to the major leagues and come back down. So I'm incredibly excited for him. I I, I don't want it to, I don't want to rush it or anything else. But look, there, there also reaches a point where it's like, what what is he getting in terms of being challenged at the other levels? If he is out of challenges at AAA, if he's done everything he can in the minor league system, just go ahead and and put it out there for him. Do what you did with Evan Carter. Just make the decision and say, hey, it's time. Like, he's clearly shown he's learned everything he can here. Let's approach it that way. And... You know, let's let's embrace that era if that's the case.
0: Yep, people are saying you Darvish the hype. Profar, Darvish was big. Dar- I just don't think of Darvish as a, a prospect, really. I, I don't either. I I, I, I agree. Uh, Shohei's not a prospect.
2: Profar, I definitely do, and Profar was number one. I just don't remember it being this kind of. Oh, buzz. it was big. Mean, I remember that first. It was first big. Bat. It was, it was his big. first
0: game. And he hit a home run his first, first at bat. At home run. Just, yep. just we were like, oh my god. Uh, yeah. Uh, Profar, Blake Bevan. Uh, uh, you know, he had a. Smoke
2: was pretty big. Justin smoke Smoke was a pretty big
0: prospect. Absolutely. Uh, Okay. uh, Quick update on Josh Young. Uh, Josh Young. Yes. He has
2: a uh, calf issue. He will be out for two to three weeks. It sounds like which you and I were talking about this earlier. I think that this isn't as as concerning as if it was, you know, for instance, Justin Foscue or Mm -hmm. Leo DiTaveras, two guys that we're talking about, about they need to have their consistency, right? You don't want them to be behind even Evan Carter, Right? Like Evan Carter, a guy who played really well at the end of the season, got meaningful at bats and big-time situations, performed well. But you don't, now that he's entering the fray and everything like that, you don't want him to, to get behind or thrown off. You'd like him to find that rhythm. Uh, Josh Young, I don't think it's nearly as critical that he gets these three weeks as it would be for maybe some of these other younger players. In the past and previous years where there's been frustration about his health and his availability, absolutely, because you wouldn't want that disrupting him getting into that rhythm. But I I think given what you got from him last year and the experience that he gained, you know, let's just take things on a very precautionary side, handle it the right way, don't push it, and, you know, hey, we'll see you in three weeks. So Josh Young uh, joins Corey Seager as guys who are going to miss significant time on, you know, the position player side uh, for this spring training. What do you have on Evan Carter? So Evan Carter, uh, there was a good piece up by Kennedy Landry over at TexasRangers.com. Uh, just about Evan Carter and his growth and and stuff like that. And he says the big difference for him this year so far is he thinks it's relationships. That having been up last year, he kind of got there and it's like, okay, maybe he knows a handful of people, but he's not really in with the big league club. But after going through that playoff run and everything else and being a, a big star, specifically of the the Tampa and the Houston series, is you you look at series, 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 series. Uh, You look at what he did there and the bond that he developed and the trust he developed with guys. He said, I think the difference this year is that I have a relationship with a lot of the people here. It's a little bit more comfortable than just walking in last year and looking around like, oh, my gosh, look at all these big leaguers. Now it's like they're my buddies, I guess. So it's definitely a better feeling. Uh, he says you get called up and the team has somebody like Robbie Grossman, who's an unbelievable hitter against lefties. It was just mentally one of those things like, how do I take this? Talking about like the approach of not going to play against lefties. Everybody around me is saying I can't do that. So how do I respond to this? For me, in my mind, I know I can do it. So he's pushing himself saying he wants to be a full-time player, doesn't want to be sad against lefties. It's funny. He mentions the uh, the issue there with the – or talking about how he's getting there and just kind of in awe of the big leaguers. They asked him what was his welcome to the big league moment. And he said – Probably Verlander's fastball. And then he paused and he went, or Glassnow's fastball.
0: Yeah. And then he paused. By the went, way, he went or his slider. I mean, <laughs> we we've all forgotten that time, that Glassnow is as well with the Dodgers.
2: It, but yeah. I mean, it's just they're they're spending like crazy. They're building they, their dream team. Over they there. The, he he is like he's like the afterthought of that team. Yeah. I mean, because everybody's just talking about everything else that they've yeah, added.
0: holy cow.
2: But he said that, uh, he said he named all these different pitches, and he goes, there were several. He said, definitely some guys have pitches. And I was like, holy smokes. He uses the Jared Sandler. Holy like, smokes. He said, holy smokes. What was that? He said, there were definitely a lot of guys where you kind of have to take a step back and calm down a little bit, facing a Hall of Famer. But it is what it is. He's, he's even. He's steady.
0: That Evan Carter. I think I'm going to drop a holy smokes on Thursday.
2: Oh, you should.
0: Holy when, when smokes. When you're calling your Tarleton
2: State yes, Grand, Canyon Grand Canyon University. Canyon, baby. Which I will be there in Stephenville at this game to cheer on RJ Choppy. Any other Tolos, you guys should go out there at Tolo J. Ochoa. He's gonna go out there. Jim J, the 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 morning gym workout, yeah, we'll workout J. Uh, <laughs> Did
0: you want a seat at the table?
2: Uh I, can I like right at the table? I wanna be like in the crowd. I wanna be there cheering okay. on. I don't wanna distract you. But yeah, like sure. We'll see what we can do. I don't wanna sit with the pores.
0: Uh real quick, uh <laughs> What's what's uh, Bryce Harper? You said he is Bryce going. Harper. So
2: Bryce Harper, obviously, coming off the Tommy John surgery last year, as a way to get him into the lineup for the Phillies, had volunteered to play first base. And that was their way to kind of get him back in as he was, you know, on the road to recovery. Uh, that was a move that this offseason, there were some questions. The Phillies announced that he was moving to first base permanently. And so this was the first time Bryce Harper talked about it. People were wondering, how is he going to receive it? How is he going to handle it? Well, he showed up to spring training on Sunday, said he loves it. He's all in on the move, thinks it's going to extend his career, you know, wants to win a gold glove there, and also wants a new contract or wants his contract get some years tacked onto it, chop. He says that he wants to play into his 40s and play there at first base. So this is a mo- a career extending move. He's 31 years old now, so I mean he's looking still 10 to 15 years in the future. Uh but for the discussion that was out there of how was Bryce Harper going to respond to the first base move? He's saying yesterday all the right things that he's all on board. Very nice. Very nice. I,
0: I like I, I, Bryce. turned the corner, man. Other than he's an Eagles fan now. Yeah, who cares about that? He's a monster of a baseball player. Okay. Uh, it's a little a little good stuff here on Major League Baseball. Uh, up next on 105, who the fans, Sean and RJ Sean's out. He is back tomorrow. The dumbest rule in sports rears its ugly head again. Plus, the best thing in sports is back. That is coming up next on The Fan.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,